Hello and a very warm welcome back to my dear listeners. This is your host Sharmishta, ready to take you back to the spot where Kumar and Bimal are getting ready to cross the mouth of the landslide to reach the ancient monastery. The night had rolled in. We would tackle the spruce tree the following morning. We decided to spend the night in the clearing. Bimal lit two fires at opposite ends and I sat guard while he and Ramhori slept. The moonlight was not very strong either, so the firelight helped. After a while I lay down, covering myself from head to toe with a blanket with only enough space for my eyes to see and remain alert. A small movement nearby caught my attention. A fox was slinking by, turning its head and looking behind him. It quickly ran off. I lay still inside the blanket, my hand on my revolver. One minute passed, then two, three. And then I saw a dark form walking towards us stealthily from a nearby hill. And then another form. Then three more. There were five men in all. They were slowly advancing towards us. Although I couldn't see their faces, but there was not even a single bit of doubt in my mind who they were. One of them came close enough and by the firelight I saw his face. Korali. I tightened my jaws. This man was responsible for throwing my friend over a precipice. It was by God's grace that Bimal was still alive. This man was responsible for constantly creating trouble for us. All this while he had eluded us, but not anymore. I would finish Korali for good tonight. I promised myself. I tightened my grip on the revolver and lay still, watching Korali coming closer. His men followed him. I could see the shiny blade of the dagger Korali was holding in his hand. The others too were carrying knives and swords. It was good that they didn't have guns with them. Coralie and his men were about five feet away from us. Then I jumped up, threw off the blanket and aiming straight at Coralie, pressed the trigger. Immediately there came a hideous scream from Coralie and he fell to the ground. His men panicked. I aimed my revolver at them and fired again. The men turned around and ran off pell-mell into the darkness. I saw Coralie getting up and hobbling away. I had missed my mark. He hadn't died. And within a few seconds, I heard screams, ear shattering, and then deathly silence. All this happened within seconds. Bimal and Ramhori had woken up too and both came running up. How scary, Kumar! 
said Bimal when he heard what had happened. But what I can't understand is why those screams later? I guess the men fell off the landslide in the dark. They surely have not survived. But Bimal, Korali did not go that way. He is still alive. Who cares, Kumar? As he sows, so shall he reap. He will meet his end very soon. I don't know about that, Bimal, but yes, he is definitely injured. At least, that will keep him off our backs for a while. True, and if the next three days go off without trouble, then the ghost's treasure will be in our hands. I promise you that. I grinned at Bimal, nodding happily. Not a moment goes by without Kumar and Bimal encountering danger. The sinister Korali is not dead yet and he will return to terrorize the boys again. The morning will bring a new adventure. The monastery in the distance and a 50 feet deep hole to cross. The spruce tree must fall in place, otherwise the way to the monastery will be lost. Stay tuned, I shall be back soon with another exciting episode as we find out what happens next. <laughs>